Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of Getting Skintimate with Face Plan Aesthetics. My name is Lauren and today I am answering some of your questions. So I think it was a few days ago now. Um, I posted on my stories one of those Q&A boxes on Instagram and started getting some questions and I just decided why not just answer them on the podcast this time around. So that's what we're doing. <laughs> um, and they vary on uh, topic, like we have some on baby and pregnancy first and foremost. So if it is a sensitive subject to you, maybe skip this episode as far as pregnancy and whatnot goes. And then we also obviously have some skin ones, some product ones, some hiring process questions, things like that. So <laughs> I'm just going to go down this uh, list. Okay, if you had to pick between Skin Better Alfred or Alto Advanced, which one? They're two completely different products. Um, so you can't really compare them fairly because one's, you know, an antioxidant, one's a retinoid. <laughs> so um, to answer your question, you really can't compare them. Like, they're, again, two separate products that do different things. However, if you're asking more so, like, which one would you get over the other first? That also would depend on the client and their skin, what their skin is needing. Um, yeah. Thoughts on beef liver supplements. I haven't looked too much into beef liver supplements, so I can't give like a super educated answer to this question other than like I've seen this on social media specifically TikTok and people saying oh it cured my acne or whatever and I just want to note that there is no cure for acne it's just about clearing and then managing the acne and then also because acne is multifactorial often what does help us manage it is going to be a combination of things so I don't believe that one single thing is going to be the end all for managing acne. Which products in order do you apply Skin Better AM and PM? So this will depend on which specific Skin Better products you have. Skin Better does have a um, document that's kind of their recommendation on AM and PM application um, product application order. So either reach out to me and I'll send it to you or I'll try to post it on my stories. Is Charlotte Tilbury makeup acne safe? So um, this is where it's just dependent on the product itself because some of them are, some of them aren't. I recommend using the app. It's called Acne-Safe. If you want to um, check them, you just copy and paste ingredient lists for products for, you know, no, you know, makeup and hair care and whatnot. And then it'll light up in red if there's um, pore clogging ingredients. However, it is dependent on the formulation and whatnot, especially when it comes to checking skincare. Um, Charlotte Tilbury, for example, I know they have uh, a foundation that is acne safe. It's like the Airbrush something foundation. I can't, I don't know the full name, but their popular like Hollywood filter product is not acne safe. Um, so yeah, I would just recommend checking on that app. Best sunscreen for acne prone skin. Love the face reality sunscreens and they're affordable. Uh, they have both a chemical and a mineral sunscreen. In general, I do prefer mineral sunscreens if you're acne 
prone. So like if you want something a little bit different than the face reality ones, or maybe you want a tinted one, this is where I love using the Skin Better sunscreens. Their sheer one is beautiful. It's the one my husband uses. Uh, you know, their Tone Smart is popular. Their compacts are great and they're mineral and they're acne safe. Color Science sunscreens are all mineral and acne safe. Um, yeah. How's baby? Baby is good. Baby is constantly moving, but it's so fun to feel <laughs> my baby moving around. Sometimes it makes me a little extra nauseous because it kind of feels like uh, your stomach is turning, you know, when you get a little sick. But other than that, I love feeling my baby move. It's funsies. <laughs> um, okay. Let me see. Does your skin get used to mandelic acid and become resistant slash not as effective? So this will depend on you and your skin. However, when it comes to like a good quality product, let's say mandelic serum from Face Reality, you may need to go up. If you're on a lower percentage, you may need to go up a little bit. But often it isn't necessarily your skin becoming resistant or product not being as effective anymore. It's more so looking at what's going on in your lifestyle now. Any changes there? Any changes in weather recently? Because certain products may work better on your skin depending on the season or the climate you're in. Things like that. So my general answer is going to be a no <laughs> because it does work beautifully. However, it is also a possibility that you just need to go up a little bit or that you've had some lifestyle or other changes going on that are more so affecting the skin and not so much the serum itself. What to apply on blemishes. So make sure, first and foremost, you're not picking, popping, touching your skin, <laughs> scratching at your breakouts, whatever it may be. It all counts as picking and none of it's good. Ice your skin. <coughs> Sorry, I'm like choking on nothing. Ice your skin. <laughs> and then my favorite spot treatment is the Sulfur Spot Treatment from Face Reality. One thing I want to note is that, and I'll even tell clients this, and maybe they forget or whatever, but often with spot treatments, like we think, oh, we, you know, dispense the product and then just dab it on the breakout and leave it there to dry. The sulfur spot treatment looks works better when you rub it in. And then you also don't use this much too. So rub that baby in almost like you're rubbing in a serum. Works way better and you're using less product. What products help with eczema? Hydrinity, their hyacinth mist is amazing. The restorative HA serum is amazing. Glymet has some great cbd products cbd is really good to use um for eczema psoriasis dermatitis all that jazz um I, they have a cbd balm which is great they have a cbd miracle massage cream that's what my husband um what i have him use uh, to massage me especially because i'm getting restless legs lately with my pregnancy um but those products help a lot with eczema i get a little a bit of eczema on my arms and it's especially triggered with all the products and things I do at work so I rub a little bit of that usually at the end of the day at the at night in bed because then my nightstand if it, you could only choose one skin better product what would it be <laughs> oh, that's so hard oh can only choose one well <laughs> it's gonna defer also because the fact different products do different things but as a whole as far as proprietary formulation that's just unbeatable i will never switch that product out for another alpharet <laughs> there's no retinoid like it 
I love it. It's amazing. <laughs> can you do a podcast on Glymed products? Please share your favorites for dry skin. I definitely can. Um, Glymed as a whole, while I do think they're a great brand, we use them in school a bit. Um, I started off mainly with Glymed. Um, and they have amazing peels, amazing back bar, and some amazing at-home products. I, I, mm, I don't want this to come off the wrong way, but I do think they have too many products. And I know, obviously, we want to have customized skincare routines and whatnot. Um, but I do think there's such a thing as having too many products in a product line. It's almost like when you go to a restaurant and they have too big of a menu, <laughs> It's like, yeah, something you might be interested or you might want or be good for you, but there actually might be something better, but you wouldn't really know because it's just overwhelming. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> my favorites though for dry skin, oxygen treatment cream, amazing, mega purifying cleanser, such a great cleanser, gentle as well. It's a creamy one. They also have their peptide cleanser, which is amazing. Their CBD mist can't go wrong. You can't go wrong with the ultra hydrating enzyme mask. Comfort cream is also great. Love that. Their ultra hydrating lip balm. Yeah, they have a they have a few things I love. I love their fulvic elixir. Big fan of the fulvic elixir. Um, but I don't have like a ton of favorites from them. I only carry or offer at least personally in suite a few of the Glymed products because those are the ones that I really love. Um, but I do use them quite a bit for back bar, but mainly for the peels and like the cleansers and the lip balm because that lip balm is the best lip balm on the face of the planet. Okay. Next question. When are you going on maternity leave? <laughs> and when will you be back? Okay, I've been getting this question a lot. Um, and I understand why. And I've been telling clients for weeks and weeks and weeks now, like, I don't have a definitive answer. Just because I have something going on with my pregnancy that might require delivering the baby a different way, a little bit sooner, a few weeks sooner. And it's kind of just like a waiting game with that answer. But today I actually went to the doctors and they told me that for now they suggest me stopping work at 36 weeks just because I could potentially have my baby at 37 weeks. So currently my last day of working, of taking clients is July 8th. So that is the last day I will take clients. Maybe depending on, you know, what goes on from there, um, I might pop in, maybe do some product pickups, whatever it may be. But um, we all came to the decision that July 8th is currently my last day of taking clients until I return from maternity leave, which that I still have a big question mark <laughs> as far as the answer goes, because how long I'm gone for will depend on when exactly between that 36 and 40-ish week mark I have my baby, how I deliver them, because there might be more recovery time involved, things like that. Um... I'm thinking it could be six-ish weeks, maybe longer. It, again, it is dependent on when slash how I'm having my baby. So, fingers crossed, though, for end of August slash beginning of September at the latest. <laughs> fingers crossed. <laughs> we'll see about that. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, next question. It says, 
what is your most favorite thing about your pregnancy? Um, I've kind of joked that I have a built-in best friend, but it's true. <laughs> um, <laughs> I literally do. I have a built-in best friend. They come everywhere with me, my baby, um, obviously, because I'm the one carrying my baby. And it just is nice to feel my baby move around. I feel like my baby is pretty responsive to me sometimes, like when I'm talking to it or uh, kind of tapping on my tummy or whatever. Um, I don't know. I think that's my favorite thing. It's just knowing I kind of have this little best friend for, you know, a while. <laughs> I think that's my favorite thing. Next question is, have you hired somebody yet? No, I have not hired an esthetician yet. Um, it is a process. I'm trying to make sure I'm being as meticulous as possible with making this decision. Um, <coughs> it's not just me making this decision. It's me. It's my assistant, my husband, who's a partner in my business on the back end. It's, you know, my business lawyer giving her input. It's me. Con, um, consulting with my CPA as far as the finances part goes. It's very multifactorial in how we're making this decision for an esthetician. So it's not just me being like, oh, I really like you because I have liked pretty much everybody that has come in and interviewed. I wish I could give everybody a job, but I literally can't. <laughs> so um, no, I have not made a decision yet. Oh, it looks like the next question is like a follow-up. Okay, so what has the hiring process been like for you? Um, So a little breakdown is I, you know, had posted, oh, I'm hiring. Please send me your resumes. I had 38 resumes sent to me, which is way more than I anticipated. Um, Here's the thing. And maybe it's imposter syndrome or whatever, but anytime I've posted things like, oh, I'm hiring or whatever, like whatever it is, I always think, oh, I'll have maybe one person respond, <laughs> two people respond. Um, nobody cares. <laughs> um, maybe that's not good thinking, <laughs> but, or not a good mindset. But like, I just always never feel like people are going to be that interested, but people tend to be, tend to surprise me. So I had 38 resumes emailed. Now, some of these resumes were students who don't graduate for months and months and months. And so because I am trying to hire now, um, that kind of took them out of the ringer for now. Um, just people who, when they sent their resumes and whatnot, their availability didn't line up with what I needed or maybe their experience didn't, things like that. So um, in talking with everybody I'm consulting with with this decision, I took 38 resumes and brought it down to 16 in-person interviews. We are doing currently three rounds of interviews. That first interview was like, you know, get to know their personality, get to know their experience, their education a little bit, get a feel for them. Because obviously I do want somebody that personality-wise and educationally, skill-wise, whatever, is going to be a similar match to me because you know, my clients also gave me input on things they would like for me to look for when hiring. And so that was kind of the first interview. From there, we did um, second interviews that were more technical slash skill. So um, I took it from 
16 first interviews to seven um, practical interviews. So, you know, again, people did like a facial on me, my assistant or my husband. So, and I sat, if I wasn't the one getting the facial, I was in the room still um, watching, recording it even, taking notes, asking them questions, um, getting the input on my, from my assistant or my husband, you know, if they were the ones to get the facials, um, things like that. And then it currently, um, today that I'm recording this, what I'm going to do is I'm going to then break down the second interviews and pick my top, um, three people that not only skill wise, personality, education wise, um, fit into my, what I'm, my criteria that I'm looking for, but after looking over everything just seemed like they could be the best fit, then that's when we're going to sit down. We'll talk logistics on, you know, if I have to get them certified in anything extra or, you know, logistics as far as, you know, making sure availability does line up, pay, um, and we're also going to do mock consultations. So that'll be what third interviews look like. It is taking slightly longer in getting the interviews decided on and whatnot because, again, it's not just me making this decision. So I am having to, you know, wait on, you know, being able to discuss things with my husband or my assistant when we have time to or, you know, consulting with, again, my CPA or my business lawyer because I want their input as well on things and sometimes you know it takes maybe a couple days to get a response or whatever it may be so it's been a little bit longer in that sense I'm hoping to have my decision made by you know the next week and a half two weeks just because again I'm trying to be as meticulous as possible I'm trying to find somebody that truly is the absolute best fit in all aspects currently. And that's not to say that nobody else that has applied isn't a good fit. It's just, again, when making this decision with, you know, myself, my husband, my assistant, my lawyer, my CPA, all that jazz, we're trying to find who best fits, keyword best fits what face plan aesthetics needs for how it currently is, where it's currently going, um, and, you know, kind of the stage of my life, honestly, with what I really need them to do for me. And that's why I'm hiring them, um, especially going on maternity leave and having a baby. But it has been a fun process. It's just a little overwhelming because, um, and I don't know if any of you SCs that applied listen to my podcast, but I like have been stressed this whole time. I don't want anybody like disliking me if I don't hire them or you know, being angry at me or whatever it is. It's just, again, it's multiple people making this decision and we're trying to make what we feel is the overall best decision for the business and for the clients. Um, and like, I literally wish I could give everybody a job. Um, so many people a job, but I just obviously can't right now. It's not in the cards. <laughs> so yeah, that's kind of the process. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Next question. Favorite thing you've bought for baby? Ooh. Mm. 
What's my favorite thing I've bought? Well, I'll tell you the favorite thing that I used for that we got for the baby that I love is the humidifier. Um, because <laughs> I have been like I've had the pregnancy rhinitis. Um, I've had like woken up with nosebleeds here and there. You know, I've had restless nights from not being able to sleep much, and we got like the what is it, the Frida mom's baby humidifier whatever it is and (laughs) I already set it up and have been using it for myself it's literally on my nightstand right next to me (laughs) um so currently that's my fave thing (laughs) for baby (laughs) what are your goals in the next five years for face plant so (laughs) here's the thing I have quite a is detailed the right word? I just have a goal that I feel like very much so aligns with, you know, myself, my brand, my beliefs as far as aesthetics goes, um, overall wellness and things like that. So I have, I was actually talking to my husband about it the other day and he actually hadn't heard kind of in depth what my goals slash plans are as much as I gave as much as we talked about the other day, because we both work are pretty busy. Um, we work somewhat different hours, majority of the week. Um, we can't always have like super deep, long conversations about these topics, but we were able to, and I shared with him, you know, kind of what my long-term hopeful goal is, at least with how everything is going, where it seems like face plan is leading, what, my philosophies are, what my beliefs in, what my passions are. And I'm excited. I don't want to talk too much because I do think where we're leading as far as face aesthetics goes is a little bit different than what you see in the area we are at in Utah County. Um, and it's just something that excites me. I'm so excited for kind of what my goals are right now and I just (laughs) I'm keeping it pretty close to my chest (laughs) for now (laughs) Um, just because I do think it is a little bit more on the unique side and it's something that I'm like trying to manifest um, on the back end of things (laughs) okay all right next question do you ever get breakouts of course I do. Of course, I get breakouts. Um, I used to have pretty bad acne from the ages of about 18-ish to 24 years old, um, where it was constantly like so many breakouts on the skin and whatnot. And now I might have some breakouts here and there, especially like when I'm more hormonal um, or especially stressed. Um, stress is my biggest trigger, <laughs> for sure. Um, I also am pretty prone to sebaceous filaments as well as blackheads. So, um, I pretty much always have like a couple blackheads in my cheeks and whatnot. Um, but I don't like experience breakouts. Of course I do. What can I do for Milia? Um, so Milia is so great. So you first want to make sure they're professionally extracted. 
And then from there, using the Alfred Eye Max from Skin Better, which is a retinoid for the under eyes, will help make sure that you can control the milia and prevent it. But then following up with the Interfuse Eye Cream and using those together at night, um, as well as, again, those professional extractions are my faves and my recommendations for... Amelia. Okay, okay, okay. Next. Do you ever see yourself not taking clients? Well, I won't be taking um, clients while I'm on maternity leave. So yes, in that sense, as far as a long term thing goes, I would love like to always take clients. I love touching people's skin don't want that to sound weird but I love touching people's skin I love working with the skin I'm so passionate about it this is literally my dream job um if you mean in regards to if I would ever take a step back from face plant um I think there might be times here and there where yeah I'd probably be like okay I'm going to take a break for a little bit like you know maternity leave for example or you know, if I do decide to take an extended vacation with my husband and my kids slash kids, if I have multiple, um, then if for like a month or so, I'd love to be able to do that. Um, which is great about being a business owner and having that flexibility as I could do that. But it's never something where I want to just like peace out and <laughs> leave my clients hanging. My clients have blessed me and my family in so, so, so many ways. So, I would never want to do that to them um, at all. <laughs> no way. Okay, I think I'm just going to answer just like two or three more here. Let's look for some pretty good ones. Okay, thoughts on Epicutus. Uh, I think Epicutus is a great line. I'm actually being sent some of their products to try. Um, I know already looking into the brand, they have really great products. Um, I just personally, I've only tried the lipid serum like a tiny, tiny little bit and that's it. And I really liked it. Um, but I haven't tried really the rest. So I'm excited to try what I was sent. We'll see. Cause I don't even know what I was sent. <laughs> um, so I think Epicutus is great. The only thing is, you know, it is a little bit on the higher end when it comes to price point. So if it's something that I'm going to bring on, whether, you know, sooner or later, I want to make sure that, you know, it's really good <laughs> and I'm bringing it on for a reason, you know? Can you share where that cute chair was from for your baby? I think you mean my nursing chair, my little rocking chair is from Amazon, hundred and like 50 or $60, something like that. Um, it's linked on my Amazon storefront, which is in my Instagram bio. And it's really comfy. My husband's already napped in it. <laughs> okay, one more question. Do you get paid by Skin Better? I do not get paid by Skin Better in the sense of like talking about them, if that makes sense. I don't for many of the brands I, I use. Um, the only time I get, you know, paid is when I, 
you know, sell a product. So whether that's in-house or if you're buying product through my links in my bio, that's the only time I will get paid from the brands. But I don't get paid any other way other than when you're buying products or let's say it's a brand like Hydrofacial or I'm doing treatments with them. Um, I don't get paid unless you're doing a treatment, but that's not Hydrofacial at all that's paying me. It's not commission or anything. That's just my business. <laughs> okay. I think I'm just going to end it there. Some of these are questions that I get um, asked almost every week. Um, so I think we'll just answer them if they get asked again in the future or something. So thank you guys for those of you that sent in your questions. I hope I was able to give you some insights, some answers for the ones that you had for me. And I appreciate you guys so much. I'm so thankful that, you know, those of you that listen, invite me into your life for however long every week to listen to my little rants, my topics, things I want to talk about, more about skincare. Um, it really makes me happy. So thank you for inviting me into your life this week to listen to this episode and listen to me answer your questions. I hope you guys have a good and safe rest of your week. And I will talk to you next week. Bye.